Welcome to our home. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Larry. And this is our podcast. One roof. Two trips. A journey into the marriage and our thoughts of living under one roof with two different people. Uh, your question, how am I doing? A little congested, but I'm good. Well, um, don't worry. I, I mean, I'm fine. I'm doing all right. Oh, oh, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm to the gym. You don't believe it. Just fine. How's your day doing? Just going. Okay. Oh, wait, was that today? I was going to talk about this meal that I had. I'm not sure if that was today, but I can get happy. Okay, so I get a big side note about me. I love love That activates her whole cellular makeup. Man, and I had the best meal. The other day. Shout out to the people who do happy dances when they get food. <laughs> Everybody does a happy dance. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Well, only the people that got an inner fat person. <laughs> I'm not talking about fat people. I'm talking about your inner fat person. You know, that one that you, you know, you eat that marshmallow or, or that hot chocolate and you just throw that shimmy. It's the inner fat person. Okay, You can be skinny and have an inner fat person. It's cool. You can be larger and have an inner that person. That too. Yeah. Anybody can have an inner fat person. I'm yeah. just saying, I'm not discriminating against anybody that be. I'm just saying, okay, what you Um, all right. So I'm going to welcome you all into this quote out of our book. And um, this is pretty raw. Even Larry hasn't heard this quote yet. So here we go. The marriage is a public declaration of a man and a woman, that they have formed a secret alliance with the intention to belong to and share with each other. A mystical estate, mystical exactly in the sense that the real experience cannot be communicated to others, nor explained even to oneself on rational grounds. By Catherine Ann Porter. Um. I'm gonna call BS. You know, you know, I'm always asking this question. You know what I'm saying? Is marriage really real? Because, uh, you know, we, us doing our little thing, thing for a decade now that we a decade plus or whatever. We've been married for a decade. Ever? No. Oh, okay. That's why I said us doing our little thing, oh, thing. Okay. I ain't saying, God. <laughs> so, but we've seen many people come and go, right? <laughs> 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 by people, I mean couples. By couples, I mean divorce. Um, and I get it. I, I really do get it. I do that. Do think it's a mystical thing when you get it right and both people are invested in the situation. But sadly, we got a lot of uh, wounded uh, jesters running around here, just partner up, going through this circus that they call life, and then you know. Well, they know one trick don't work no more. They want to pack up and leave. I just find that 
yes, it's mystical. Yes, the quote is true, but I feel that it's only for, you know, a small percentage of people that will be able to say, okay, that that really harmonizes with how we vibrate. I do think that, you know, what she's saying is saying, okay, hey, when y'all do come together, it's a mystical bond that keeps you together. The wise hows and, and what how, about its inner working and operation, who knows? A perfect marriage is not a perfect marriage for, to be replicated throughout society. A perfect marriage is just two imperfect people coming together and fitting perfectly and tackling life and making it perfect for their son. It has nothing to do with Because look, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, a perfect marriage, oh wow, I don't take it back because you know, 30 years ago, it's still the 90s. Let's go back 50 years, 60 years ago, you know, marriage was, you stayed at home, you were barefoot, pregnant, you know, I come home, hot meal on the table, if it wasn't, you know, I could really kind of get physical and it'd be all acceptable, you know what I'm saying? But that was a perfect marriage. I could probably have a side piece across town, you know what I'm saying? Or, or even across the street. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be all perfectly acceptable. But nowadays, you can't have a, a you can't like too many pictures of it from a chick in Philadelphia. It's gonna be a problem. So, yeah, that's my take. I'm sorry, I'm so quiet. This is a heavy flow. Oh, why is this so heavy? It's heavy. Why it ain't heavy? Yes, it is. Why? It's just saying so much, right? Cause, yeah, because so many people okay. so sad. So I was watching. I think okay. Oh man, I have so much to say. It's so little time. We may have to do a part two again because I just can't get all of this out in just such a short period of time. But based off of what you said, I think people, the majority of people, get married because. <laughs> If you listen to the last episode, the last podcast, um, Lies, Liars, and More Lies, um, <laughs> a lot of people get married because of the different levels of lies. Yep. And I think good old society told you that big old red lies. Um, and before you get married, so people feel like they're a catch. They feel like they're golden tickets. And um, I don't think people understand what really goes into a marriage. So when I was younger and I would see people get married and whatever, I always heard people say, man, marriage is hard work, marriage is hard work, marriage is hard work, right? And then when I finally did get married, um, my husband, I, I won't go into our relationship because that'll be another episode too. But I will say yeah, we have well, we have very good communication, and so we were like, "Hard work? What? This is a breeze." <laughs> that was year one. Um, <laughs> a year later, and then you know we went through like, and there are different um, challenges are different for every couple because people don't really know their boundaries and they've never really been tested on those boundaries. You know, if you've never lived with another uh, gender, you know, if you've 
never lived with anyone in general. If you don't really know who you are as a person, you know, what your true boundaries are, things you like, things you dislike. You can say this all day. What you have to offer, um, there's so many Or you don't know factors. how to self-satisfy yourself. Not little right. people out there. No, I think Not that way. happiness, like people expect happiness from another person and it really starts with you. Um, a marriage is like you two coming together. That's the mystical part, right? You two coming together and adding to each other. Y'all are supporting each other, uplifting each other and making something wonderful. But when something goes wrong, the thing I don't like that's offered is divorce. I just feel like, why get married to know that you can get divorced? Like, a lot of people are like, I already have my paper signed up. I already blah, 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 blah. Well, why the hell you get married then? You know, like, I just feel like you need to exhaust every single avenue until you, like, and for some people, I get it. I do. I honestly do. Like, there are certain things. Yeah, there's exceptions to most rules. Right. So don't 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 be like, oh well, they said this and then no, we have no, to go. No, 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 we're not condemning you. No, 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 be I with somebody that. that's not for you. Oh, me. No, right. No, I get that, but a lot of people get married to say, well, if this don't work out, then you know, I just divorce them. Or he you got, or he got three months, and I'm getting divorced, and blah blah blah. And you first, you didn't even tell the person that they were on the timeline. Yeah, you got your own timeline. <sighs> not to but, mention, you got your own problems too. I just had to. I feel like people people are people go into a marriage and be like, you know, before the marriage I was independent and I could stand on my own. I'm just waiting for somebody to come to help me. First off, that's not how you should look at marriage. Second off, if you're in that position and you're so independent and you're looking for somebody to help you, then you're not uh, you're looking at that person as a second class citizen. You're not treating that person as they have their wants, their own dreams, their own things. You to be in a marriage, it takes two independent people. And here's, a, here's a word that most people don't understand. To come together and be interdependent. Mm-hmm. Meaning, mm-hmm. you can be independent and they can be independent. But neither one of y'all independence is threatened. You have to recognize that that person does have autonomy outside of you. They're not a pet. They're not something you need to grow. They're not something you need to save. You don't need to save them. It's, it's none of that. This yeah. is a person who has grown, who knows how to feed themselves, hopefully know how to wipe themselves and all the other so good let's things. let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Because we're on a lot of different topics. Well, within this one. Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah. so let's go back. So here's the thing. I was watching um, this young lady on YouTube, and she was talking about um, her divorce. Oh, okay. And... Um, somebody asked her, because she's like a content creator or something, and somebody asked her, what are the things that you would suggest before going into a marriage? She said, I don't really feel comfortable answering this question because I was married and I'm no longer married. She said, but I will talk about these things, right? And so she she mentioned that um, you have to know yourself. You really have to know yourself. You have to know your your triggers, uh, kind of where things go for. Let me tell you, we did 
premarital marriage Counsel. and counseling. Premarital counseling. The word. <laughs> we do premarital counseling. And um, I mean, all types of light bulbs were going off in my head. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, what was my first argument? Get, get whoever. Well, that's when we finally got married. I know, but I'm just saying. We, our first argument, first was, was in a grocery store about what chips we were going to purchase for the household. First marriage. We literally were arguing for about 10 to 15 minutes. And some of you think like, it's chips. It ain't that big of a deal. Why are you arguing about chips? Yeah, okay. This is the problem. Most arguments are not about one direct thing. Most arguments in a marriage are about principles. Okay? It's about that independent space that you carved out in your own life and this person is just coming over and trampling on it. Basically, they treat your grass like standing in ice cube and fried thing. It's just walking all over. So, we okay, like what we were told, well, the light bulb that happened in Premarital counseling for me was, um, hey, you guys are coming from. I know this may sound very basic, but for some reason, he said it the right way and it clicked. And um, there's a, uh, okay, so he said this. He said there are two, you all are coming from two, two different, different childhoods, two, two different, different sides of the universe, yep. and y'all are coming together. So, like, your mom taught you how to make pancakes this way, and his mom taught him how to make pancakes this way, and it's not the same. And I was like, oh, what if he doesn't like fluffy pancakes? <laughs> Does that mean I have to make, like, not, like, I have to make my pancakes and then make his pancakes yep. too? Who the hell has that type of time? Yeah. But what if he don't like, you know, but what if he don't make him with his pancakes? That's it. What are we going to eat? Like, yeah. do you have to make two meals? It's just like, it, you know. Yeah. Or can I ask him to make me pancakes when I need it, even though he don't eat pancakes? Yeah, and will he make them the way I want them? Right, because as I said before in the last episode, um, I love food. No, I said that earlier. Right? No, that was, that was last Okay, was I, I love it. Yes, no, but this girl, so I think I talked about her. So she was saying, like, she didn't feel like she qualified to talk about this guy. Yeah. And um, she was saying, one, you need to know yourself. Yep. Um, meaning, totally agree. Once you find out, you know, your inner you, and don't get me wrong, you're constantly learning about yourself throughout the time, right? Oh, yes. You're constantly learning yourself you're constantly evolving hopefully you're constantly evolving and changing and growing and you're becoming someone different in a positive way that's the first thing she said and then the second thing she said was that you know she wish she wishes and i'm curious to what you all have to say she wishes that she would have stayed with her partner before uh moving um, before oh, marriage, marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so you can know like the ins and outs of that person, like the um, you know, so like like if I don't like if I don't like my toothbrush on the yeah. on the seat, or like you know when you get out the shower and you don't dry your feet or some crap, like the shower. yeah, or something like that, like you know, just the little the small things or whatnot. Yeah. And so I think so. This is what I also think. I think that's all. That's an old school way. And I also think that if we knew everything that we needed 
to know before we got married to somebody, I feel like they would be so boring. Do you think that? I feel like there are, there are certain obstacles that you that you need to kind of deal with in a marriage, and there's going to be plenty of them. But the whole honeymoon phase of getting to know each other in the marriage, that first year, the first two yeah, years, that's it's, 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 it's such a different dynamic because it's no longer like, oh, I'm just going to my spot. Now i got to work it out in the same space. Mm-hmm. It is a small problem. So it, 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 to me, it behooves you to say, okay, let me put my all into this and open my eyes up to what it could be. And before I become even close minded and be like You're trying to control it all. This is this is what I was raised yeah. on and, and if it's not what I was raised on, it's crazy. Yeah. And that's not how it should be. You know, just because I get out the shower and dry off before and you dry off before you get out, don't make it wrong, right? It's just different. And you just gotta live with me, I gotta live with you. Do you think um, people are gonna continue to get married? Because I feel like um, the way that society is going, like accepting of everything, right? Um, that not many people value marriage like that anymore. So people don't value marriage, right? But this here's the other thing that people do value: the sense of love and commitment. But you can do that without being married. Yes, as yes, people say. You, you, oh, by like, all why means, do I need a paper to say that? No, yeah, you do, you do. But here's the other thing that people are also valuing. Third little caveat: People value judgment, or acceptance, and also put it in your face. I.e., I'm gonna have a nice wedding, blowout wedding, let everybody know that I'm married, that I'm, you know, that we did this. Look here, every girl is still getting that stamp indoctrination of having marriage. But I think a lot of women are going towards like you know these eclectic weddings. Yeah, so where they don't want to pay, like we don't want to pay for a wedding. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's more about the marriage. People are noticing it's more about the marriage. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's more about the marriage than it is about the wedding. That's that's and later on, like these young these young soldiers out here that's in this that's in this dating game. They they. <laughs> Maybe, uh, look at them, look okay, them. I don't know. I I think I've met, I got a wedding dress and they little they little pouch that just they hit a button. He said he asked and it just pop out. <laughs> they just throw on like a superhero. I think so. Like my little cousins, none of them are discussing marriage. Like they don't have dreams or hopes or nothing for getting married. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no they don't. Wait. Yes, they do. Women used to be like they knew what dress they wanted. Yeah, they're not gonna have that conversation with you because you not in a quote unquote arena with that. You know what I'm saying? You you found your your white knight, you ride off in you know what I'm saying in the sunset, you do it. You taken up, you know what I'm saying? They on the other hand, they out here, they try to find their Chris children. They still knee deep in frogs, but nonetheless they gotta do what they gotta do. One thing I will say is know what you have to offer be and also be open to change those are the two things that i that i will say um and then you can have that eclectic mystical bond once you start opening up and accepting your partner for who they are yeah and looking and looking at them for what they can be and understanding who they are right now don't say well i will love i you know, once we get rid of this situation, I'll love him more or I can I can actually love him. No. From day one, he or she should love each other a hundred percent, right? 
and until something happens, that's when you lose life. Away. That's when yeah. you chips away. But don't go in saying, I don't trust them. Trust them up front until you have no reason to trust them. You say, yes, you got into a gallery, you spent thousands of dollars. I don't care if you sit in the backyard. No, and also I, I think, um, I think marriage is important. <laughs> this is funny because I never fantasized about marriage, but I think marriage is important because you always have that person to call you out. Like that's gonna be the raw, the <laughs> most raw opinion if y'all are good with good communicators or you grow to be good communicators. Like that is the most raw opinion you'll ever get and it's gonna sting like this like this isn't like coming from your girl or your homeboy because you know you're used to them talking to you crazy you're like girl like no nah, that dress is horrible like take that off or girl you're tripping like quit you know doing x y and z or no nah, man like you know you need to do it this way blah, blah. no but when it comes from like the person that actually you are like in love with like that's <laughs> that's a different type yeah. Of emotion to 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 swallow and to slap, advice and to slap some bad explaining on that dude. If your wife, your boo, or whoever you care about, if she says some things to you, take it at face value. Like take her words and then just put it in your whole boy's voice and listen to it that way. If you suck, because some dudes get get oh that's my woman, she don't know that I'm supposed to be protecting her to get in this prideful situation. Like sometimes your girl's gonna say something to you. And you might want to dismiss it, but that's, that's some of the best advice you can ever take. But you got to be open to it. You know what I'm saying? And just as women may be too open to what you say to them, we got to be open to what they say to us. And that communication, we harp on that because you know we have that. But then there's other things. You got to have a friendship. You got to have that that yeah. sexuality. You got to have it's look here. That marriage to me to have that is like. It's a combination. No, it's not even that. It's chemistry or cooking chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, chemistry, you know scientifically what parts to go together. But cooking chemistry is if it tastes good, then it tastes good. If it don't taste good, then it ain't worth it. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be able to put the right ingredients in at the right time for the right person. Otherwise, it ain't working. So, yeah, I just think that, you know, um, like I was reading something and um, like you have different types of um, love relationships or whatever like emotional physical intellectual spiritual sexual or whatever and what I do understand is that your partner cannot give you all of those things which is why you have relationships you have girlfriends right you have have your you have like your mom, like like you know, a, a elder, a mentor, somebody that you can connect with on that level. You know those things. Like your every person that you come in contact with that you have a relationship with, they can't provide all of those things that you need. You know, don't need so only person a, to do that because you're gonna be sorely disappointed. Yeah, you have a circle. Yeah, you know, you need to go to every Vietnam restaurant. You know what I'm saying? And eat pho. <laughs> The gifts for it's not a diet. No. It's not a diet that I, I care for. I've eaten before. I just don't care for it. But don't make me sit in a restaurant eating this chicken noodle soup, and I go full well. I'll be hungry. Like, I have 
two questions. I got a motion. Go ahead. Okay. I have two questions. Yes. Okay. Question number one is what is the best marital advice that you've received? And question number two is what is the most truest statement you've heard that will happen in your marriage? I'll go first. So the best marital advice that I've ever received was somebody that I can't stand. And <laughs> it's an inside joke, I'm sorry. Um, but they told um, they told us to always be yourself and to never put like the person that you're married to so far ahead of you that you lose yourself. Okay? That's the first one. And I, I, the reason I understood it is because you can, as a woman, he'll speak on this, I'm assuming later, you can get caught up into being the wife. Oh, yeah, you're so-and-so's wife. Oh, yeah, da, da, da. And it's like, no, my name is Vanessa. I'm, I am me. Um, so that's easy to do. And then number two, the best, I mean, the most tr uh, true statement that I've heard um, that will happen in marriage is what you were talking about like a second ago. Like the hardest thing in marriage is to figure out what the hell you're going to eat for dinner. <laughs> that's one of the, yeah, because that's a constant struggle. So someone told me they're like, oh my god, the hard, hardest thing that you will find in your marriage is to be like, well, what's for dinner? Shout out to you, meal preppers. Man, and that's not something I could do. Cardboard psychos. I just stick to the rules. Whatever. I just don't know what I want to eat. We start talking about it at two at seven p.m. We still don't know what we're gonna eat. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We on the call. We on phone call with a restaurant that's closing in twenty minutes. So I'll say this: the best marital advice that I ever got that I felt that was kind of best that stuck with me was um, to be able to, I guess, speak my truth. Find somebody that's going to accept me for who I am and love me for who I am, you know? Well, that's kind of like the one that I received, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, like, oh, well, no, they said like, be yourself. Be yourself, okay. but, but accept me for who I am. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, don't, don't go in it being something that you're not. Go in and be who you are, and if that person can't accept you, then don't do it. Because if they accept you for somebody who you're not, you feel like you're in a box the whole entire marriage. And that just it just feels like your soul is cramped. Right. And you know that's really one of the truest reasons why we are where we are. Why I am so in love with you is that you allow me to be who I am. I tell any and everybody that that's just how it is. Um, and then. The truest situation, uh, I guess, the truest that words that I've said that somebody's told me that will happen in a relationship that did, that did happen <laughs> <clears throat> is, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess that you will have to, you will fight, you know, and it's not about the fighting, it's about the resolution. So, it was, you know, to, I guess to sum it up is, you're going to get into arguments, but don't be arguing just to be arguing. Like, if there's a solution, find it and stick to it. 
other people want to scream and be emotional about it. There's a little bit of kind of business or objectivity that comes with arguments. And if you lose that and stay emotional, then those emotions will never go away. But if you try to be objective and find a solution, then once you get a solution, those emotions can go away and you can move forward. And we kind of do that. Like we'll have an argument and we'll be like, okay, what is the point here? Like what are we trying to do? What is the end game? And once you start to say, okay, what's the end game? You start game playing it together for a solution and stop arguing at each other about how you feel about something and start to figure out how to make yourself, both yourselves feel better about something. Right. I mean, you're still entitled to feel your emotion and you're still entitled to have your moment, as we say. Um, so I think that... You can have the mystical relationship too for the low, low price of $13.99. Please forward all donations. <laughs> okay, no. I'm, okay, so I'm curious. So here's my question to you all if you decide to write in. Like, I'm, what are your questions? Um, what do you think will help you have your mystical connection without yeah, paying the 1399 Yeah, so the email is the number one, Ruth. the word Ruth, R-O-O-F, the number two, the word truths, T-R-U-T-H-S, at gmail.com. So write us. Tell us what your questions may be about marriage. I mean, we're not experts. Um, All hateful comments will be ignored. But we've given um, we've given our own opinions, you know, to people on marriage, real relationships. I'm gonna say relationships because you have to, like he said earlier, you have to start off on friendships. So, but we'll talk to you all later. Until next time. Get on out. <laughs> Deuces.